0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet.
1: Today's topic was couches. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Hey, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 218. Yep.
0: Adam, if you can believe it, 18 episodes since the Begathon.
2: I, since, can't, I
0: can't believe it. It seems like a trillion years ago, and yet somehow just yesterday.
1: Since the rebrand, we have <laughs> somehow cranked out 18 New Jack Cities. We have 15 <laughs> new episodes for people to listen to. It feels like the Begathon was simultaneously last week and two lives ago
0: that's what i'm saying two full human lives ago it does feel that way and if i just want to sort of bring people up to speed are one of the original impetuses for doing the begathon was to reach 400 uh itunes ratings by our 200th episode and reviews and ratings (laughs) yeah yes reviews and ratings um, and I believe at the time that we sort of hatched this plot, we were at something like three fifty, maybe even less, maybe like three forty. Oh no! And I think that we were like aiming to, to four hundred. We figured that the begathon would be the big push, and that we would yeah. stop, sail past four hundred with these. We are currently at episode two eighteen, stuck at three eighty eight, baby. Three hundred. No. <laughs> we need 12 more 12 more to reach our goal from two months
3: ago
1: yeah all right so hopefully by episode 600 we will <laughs> get our 400 <laughs> rates and reviews yeah, exactly. um uh yeah but the begathon was great it was such a good time in my life just to say please
0: please please god please, please. it might be time to start begging for something new adam I, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, I feel like so much of our attention, thanks to you listeners, uh, has been sort of siphoned recently to the, ma- fr- frankly, the construction and maintenance and uh very conception of the Hall of Fame, which is like, that's true. it almost feels like it's a full time job at this point. That's
1: true. We should really be saying, thank you. Jeez. Jeez. We should really be saying,
0: jeez, instead of please. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Jeez, you guys have made a Hall of Fame great. That's right. Um, Um, Absolutely. I mean, maybe we'll find something organic. We'll stumble upon something organic that we can can shamelessly beg for, because it's such a strength of ours, getting on our (laughs) knees, putting our digital hands in digital prayer position and saying,
3: please, please,
0: God. (laughs) <laughs> um well nothing to beg for today but adam today
1: something happened to me we we're recording this on wednesday it's 10 16 in los yes. angeles right now correct and when you're quarantined there's not a lot of firsts there's not a lot of wow i've never done that before it feels like every day is kind of a groundhog's day replay of, the, of the last one definitely true well adam i woke up early today because as i've explained i lead a virtual workout class at 8 a.m um Los Angeles time. Yep. And so I was up at 7 a.m. I had the coffee ready. I made a huge cup of coffee, a 16-ounce piping hot cup of coffee. You are back. Uh, needed like that 30 minutes to get my mind right before working out. Sat down on the couch for just a quick second, maybe do a crossword. Uh-oh. And I spilled Uh-oh. 16 ounces of searing oh. hot coffee oh. on my lap. Ouch, Bill.
0: All, you searing. Still, the whole mug of it, all
1: of it. All of it dude, and I ripped my clothes off. I was naked in the living oh. room screaming every obscenity that came oh. to mind it was chaos I, I would know. have rather
0: had I would have rather had five bats in my house Jeez. Oh, uh, now what what was the exact sort of mechanic? walk me through the very yes. mechanics of the spill itself
1: was it so my couch yeah. is a fabric couch and so yeah. we put cup holders down. Yeah. You know it has big, it has big, hearty armrests yep. that can fit easily a cup holder yep. and a mug of coffee. Yep. Now I've learned no more coffee on the couch. But <laughs> the mechanics was that I put the cup, I guess, like uh, not directly in the middle of the cup holder, oh, just wow. enough on the edge. Sorry. And as it happened, the cup holder was just enough on the edge of the arm that both tilted inward. And poured sixteen <laughs> ounces of oh. searing, oh, Bill. piping, damn. burning hot coffee. God I think a McDonald's it. lawsuit came from something like that. Yeah, this. people have. Been it was or less. It was, sho- it was truly shocking. Imagine just making a boiling hot pot of water and then when it's finished, you just pick it up and just slowly pour it all over oh. the genitals and upper legs. Oh,
0: Bill, what noise? Yeah, I, I'm not asking you to recreate it. You can if you like, but if you could just describe what was the sort of guttural, visceral noise, the first noise that you made before any words or obscenities, any proper English words were formed. Was I've, never, yeah. I've never been
1: around a volcano when it erupts, <laughs> I mean, but yeah. I imagine it makes sounds of things pulsing from the bottom to the top <laughs> yes. with speeds and powers that it was not expecting to <laughs> blow and I just had five bats fly out of my mouth <laughs> oh my god it was, it was truly horrible and peek behind the curtain my butthole is burning right now. Oh, Bill. It's very lowbrow. I apologize, but I just want everyone to have this experience colored that right now, my butt is on fire.
0: Sometimes life is lowbrow. So this was right on the groin, on the loin area. It was right there in the family Jewel's butt and, and groin zone. I don't know what a bikini line means, but I think it happened in my bikini line. Damn, you spilled hot java all over your freaking bikini line. My Ooh. bikini line was wrecked this morning. <laughs> Brutal. Now, let me ask you this. Okay, so the spill happens. You, you, you're boiling your bikini. It's mm. it's, it's agony. Um, Truly. Do, do, and knowing you, did you, what was your first move? Do you go and you spill up? You clean up? You sop some paper towels and you try and mop up the couch? No way. I'm delay. in the shower, dog. I'm on fire. Oh, bummer, dude. Bummer. I,
1: I'm naked in the living room. I was bat flying out of my mouth. And oh. now I'm soaking wet in ice-cold water just oh. trying to cool off the old
0: buttocks. <laughs> Oh, Bill! Any residual burn marks? Yes, my my butt is on fire, dog. (laughs) It's been it's been
1: three hours since the fact, and I'm Bernie Williams. You,
0: Bernie Williams, your butt?
1: Oh, dude, my my ass is on fire with passionate love. (laughs) It's bad, dude. (laughs) like this isn't cause for concern my mm-hmm. parents listen to every episode if they're like oh my god is our child okay He's your fine. child is fine, He's fine. but his butt is on fire with passionate love
0: now let me ask you this billy so this is a circus this is circus 7 10 a.m. circus yes. okay so you have a so then you hop in the shower you cool off your Bernie williams and now you're back uh, and then you sort of now do you remake another pot of coffee to do
1: you- no i told marina i told marina i was like no coffee right now i'm so mad now i have to lead this goddamn
0: workout class my ass is on fire with <laughs> passionate love so exactly. th- what so this is what i was going to ask how did it if and how did it affect the workout
1: it did not because oh. you can't bring it to the field never you let him leave see your, baggage, your baggage leave your never baggage left. in the locker room and you never let your
0: opponent know what's actually
1: happening in well, your ladies
0: life ladies and gentlemen this is a prof- this Billy you are a prof- let this be a lesson you never let him see you sweat you leave your baggage in the locker room mm. Bernie Williams bikini line or not you got to go out there and you got to give the people what they want aka a calisthenic workout at 8am exactly. don't, don't let him see you burn Billy, that is—I that, mean, that is—that is a good lesson, a good lesson in, in stoicness and in tenacity right. and in perseverance. Right. Right. Even sorry. if your butt is on fire with passionate love, bring your game face. Bring your game face. Still. Wow, Bill. Um, is this going to anything going to change in your seven a.m. coffee routine going forward as a result yes. of this? Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. No coffee on the couch.
0: Got it. The straight-out no coffee on the couch. Yep.
1: And that's a perfect segue for what we will be talking about today. Yes. Uh, we went on to NoJokePublicList.com, which yes. is uh, a website where there are thousands of titles for you guys to choose what we will talk about. Um, and down at the bottom of the list, we saw the word couches oh we have those
0: we want to talk about that
1: yes and it's like a very appropriate day to talk about couches because half of my couch is drying outside (laughs) in the front yard
0: oh no you took the cushions off you put them out front in the sun
1: oh dude Uh, i was like the couch is ruined there's no coming back
0: oh man oh man yeah uh i you and i share one of the many many things we share to varying degrees you and i are klutz inclined we are a little bit klutz, a little bit clumsy. Uh, mm. I am stubbing my toe, spilling little things, getting things wrong up, upwards of seventy-five times a day, and mm. uh, frequently it'll be accompanied with like a ugh, like a quiet little like oh God damn it. And Maggie right. says that Maggie says that the name of uh uh she she calls these the uh, the quiet size of a clumsy man. The mm. quiet just uh I read that. I'd read that book of short stories. Yes, exactly. Just, uh, just,
1: oh, 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 (laughs) man. Are you, um, are you constantly bumping your toe? My stub history is like, I'm not doing new stubs around the house. I have like my three stub zones. And if I, if I fly too close to the sun, my toe will stub. Are you stubbing in the same place or are you stubbing here, there and everywhere?
0: I'm stubbing. I I would call them maybe even the stub hub, stub hubs. Mm, you win this round, friend. Uh, but I'm stubbing. I'm, I'm less of a stubber, although I do stub, of course, and finger jam, of course. Mm. I'm more of like, a, oh, does this thing need to be unscrewed? I can't get it at first. I hulk out a little too hard, and now it's spilled. So like okay. that, that happens uh, literally constantly. Love that.
1: Guerrilla <laughs> yeah. style can go one of two ways. Guerrilla style can either get you out of a jam when you just need to rip something apart. Right. But more often than not, yogurt ends up on the khakis.
0: Exactly. So my khakis are draped in yogurt, uh, and nice. I never, ever, ever have once learned my lesson, and I don't know if I ever will. So, um, so it is only a matter of time before my couch. Um, to bring it back to couches is is absolutely swamped in, you name it, coffee, tamatillo salsa. Well, um, that's
1: something, nice pronunciation, by the way. Tamatillo you.
0: salsa. But
1: that's one thing I'd like to improve upon on the couch situation. Yeah. They're all big sponges. Literally. At the end of the day, they're all big sponges and if liquid penetrates, now you're sitting on sponges for life.
0: It's like now you understand why, why sort of like grandmas will just like drape their, their couches in plastic covering and just like leave it like that.
4: Like, like
1: uh, I don't just That is, just leave. That is such, that's such. a real reference point of old people's choices with furniture. But when was the last time you, Adam Lustig, actually saw hard plastic
0: on a couch? Um, I'm really trying to think. I want in my memory, my grandfather had plastic on his couch. Although, uh, maybe even not. Maybe it is almost like more of a sitcom trope than a reality thing. Right. Uh, that like old people cover their furniture in plastic and leave it there. Um, It's interesting that they just chose the couch to cover.
1: Like, why not cover every single thing at that point in your house with the plastic if you're so concerned?
0: If you're so concerned about a spill. It's like people who, like, like, buy, like, fancy sneakers don't really want to take them out of the box, but also also want to use them. You need know, to learn how to enjoy what you bought. You yeah. need to learn how to spill and ruin on what you bought. But you're right. When it comes to couches, there is a certain amount of baked-in risk involved. It's like they're they're big sponges, unless you're going leather, and even that provides a whole new sort of like. And we can dig into leather couches and yes. the squeaks and the fart and the inadvertent couch farts that emit yes. the leather couch because that's a whole nother ball of wax.
1: But I think people, we should. Yeah. I think we should, Adam, talk about leather versus cloth in the second act. Yeah, that's that's um, the big sort of jets versus sharks in the couch world. I think um, we have three voicemails today. So what do you say we play yeah. one voicemail in each act? Great, great. So the first act, uh, the first act, we were going to play somebody whose title was up in the air for a while. Okay. Um, previously was called the Cannabis Expert. After that was called the Plug. But yep. then the nation <laughs> decided to chime in and said his he has to be Andrew has to be. The Denver Nugget.
0: It's just too cool and too slick of a nickname not to be used. So, and I- Andrew, yep, Andrew is from Denver and
1: he uh, wanted to bring cannabis to the Hall of Fame. So let's hear what the newly minted Denver Nugget okay. has to say. Uh, let me bump up the volume here. crank it And up. Uh, let's let's hear from the Nugget real quick.
5: Hello, Billy, Adam, and the No Joke Nation. Nice. Your denver nugget here i not only humbly accept this very cool name but i also would like to let you know what food i am at the dinner party
3: oh great
5: Chicken wings i am quiet unobtrusive and pretty easily overlooked but by the end of the night everyone has tried some and grown to love me despite a chewy texture
1: the denver nugget is the denver nugget is a chicken wing often overlooked but at the end of the day Everyone had a bite.
5: I agree. I meant to call him last week, but frankly, I was stoned to the bone and busy packing my bag with Bud. With that being said, my bag is full, and I have yet to pack socks, so I'm going to need a very kind person with a men's size 9 to 12 shoe.
0: Okay. hopefully loan me
5: some. Okay.
1: Someone, if you're going to the Nojo Call of Fame in the next couple weeks, bring a pair of socks for uh, the Denver Nuggets.
0: I think that can be swung. 9 to 12 is a pretty
5: good range. Okay. Yeah, I'd be happy to go barefoot, but the last thing the nation needs is a whole Hall of Fame coming down with a case of athlete's foot. So let's all keep our feet covered and my feet covered. With your socks, hope you're all <laughs> safe, healthy, and have plenty of extra socks. <laughs> now, <laughs> onto the matter of the fish. I will be bringing one beta in a small bucket through a loophole I've found called, called the hat loophole. Oh. I do not believe there are any
1: rules about small aquatic creatures residing within hats. So, as a reminder, wow. Andrew, the Denver Nugget wanted to bring fish to the Hall of Fame. We yeah. said no how you're going to be bringing these fish unless you put them in a bag. It sounds like Andrew, the Denver Nugget, is going to be sneaking fish in, in his a hat. hat
5: in a classic. Hat. That's so classic. Bucket on head, I'm strutting Torino. Is there a cat in my jacket? Who's asking? It's in my clothing, my man.
1: Okay, so the <laughs> Denver nugget is just covered in animals. He's <laughs> covered in cannabis, and he's covered in
5: animals.
0: Human menagerie
5: lastly i'm formally putting an application to the no joke band i can oh. play just about anything no drums no woodwinds i hope you'll have me but let's be real there's nothing musicians love like joints and a jam session yeah. stay safe healthy and i high as low seas we're all going to be belting in the no joke hall of fame band together
0: love it uh,
5: see you later it's your denver nugget signing out I guess.
0: Wow! Signing out, I guess, is a great tagline. That's um, good. <laughs> uh, also, I love the pull quote. Uh, I can play basically any instrument. No drums, no woodwinds.
1: Yeah, <laughs> everybody leads with. Not, don't you? Don't you dare! If you bring if you bring a bass clarinet to me, it's not oh, happening.
0: Don't you dare! Wow! Um, thank you so much for the voicemail, uh, Andrew. That was uh, amazing. Uh, once again, if anyone is uh, making the Raider Reno and has mm-hmm. a pair of nine to twelve men's size socks, bring them along. Don't want yep. athlete's foot ravaging the Hall of Fame, obviously.
1: That's obviously a great Uh, note. Uh, Yeah, Bummer for Officer Mitch. It seems like this is kind of, do you remember when someone tried to make a shoe bomb and TSA suddenly made us take our shoes off? (laughs)
3: Yes, yes, I do.
1: (laughs) Sounds like Officer Mitch now has to check under everyone's hat to make sure there's no fish. I hate to be that guy.
0: But, it, but but it's like now that the precedent has been set, and it's almost like you need people like the Denver Nugget to sort of push the boundaries and find the mm. loophole. It's like when, they, when the CIA hires hackers to hack into their own software to see how mm-hmm. it's done. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, we need the Denver Nuggets and the Andrews of the world to like be sort of like exploring and, frankly, exploiting these loopholes so Mitch and the rest of the Hall of Fame know what sort of security gaps there are. So thank you, okay. and welcome, Fish.
1: Yes, thank you for putting a fish under your hat. <laughs> yeah. Adam first act break okay obviously we could play a song from fish that would make a lot of sense for oh, the Denver nugget and the fish under his hat <laughs> yes, that's um, we could true. also talk about maybe a coffee oh there's a song called yeah. by an artist named coffee there's a-, a Jamaican artist I believe her name is coffee with a k okay and great. she is spectacular great. I don't know the name of the song because it might be patois but let's play this song by Coffee real quick, and when right. we come back, we'll say the name of it. It's
6: Bob. Yeah, so we are with the force, yeah. we, are reaping, we we have to give thanks like we're really supposed to be done I like, like hello, i to ya. You. Saw your post, spectacular photo. Keep it burning, and yes, that's the motto. If me a butter, pass through your shot to get involved in a life, man. May have to I know if I'm a person, I'm a person, i I'm I'm a a my
0: No joke podcast. We're talking couches. That was the artist coffee with her song toast, AKA exactly what I had for breakfast.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's what I spilled
0: on my genitals. <laughs> exactly. Uh, song, I mean, do we love sort of like that Jamaican? I mean, that's that music is good for the spirit and good. for
1: the. Song. Yeah. We could do a whole episode about like nineties reggae artists or wow. just reggae. And I could have a lot to contribute. In fact, you know who would have a lot to contribute is Steve Corvetti?
0: Corvetti loves that stuff. Does he love like like steel drum type reggae kind of music? Yeah,
1: yeah. So Steve Corvetti, my OG best friend growing up, his this older guy. brother played soccer on Long Island with a dude who we later revealed who later revealed himself to be a reggae artist called Supercat. Cool. Supercat is a Jamaican legend. Awesome. And so we started bumping Supercat. He was Dandada. And then we started to really learn about all these different Jamaican artists. So we just became huge on Jamaican reggae when we were like 14 years old, oh,
3: awesome. 20,
1: 20 years later, and Corvetti gets married in Jamaica.
0: Now, oh, right. Of course. Of
1: course he did. Yeah. So we go down to Jamaica. We party in Jamaica. We celebrate Corvetti. And then about a week or a few weeks after, um, I'm just getting texts from Steve from all of these Jamaican bops that I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so this was the one. This was the one that we both agreed was like, Coffee is a monster. It's really
0: good. It's so good. It's just, it just feels good in my body. That that kind of, yeah. that beat. Yeah.
1: And the top, the top um, comment, the top review of that song yeah. on YouTube yes. um, has 18,000 thumbs up, which seems absurdly high for a comment. Crazy. It just says zero drugs, zero alcohol, zero cuss words, zero nudity, 100% talent.
0: 18,000 so, thumbs up, baby. Well, Adam, it's the
1: second act of the No Joke Podcast. Today we are trying to talk about couches. Yes, the sir. Act you and i briefly discussed or we teased the conversation of leather versus
0: um fabric yes what one of one of the seminal moments of my childhood um was the day that my mom kind of i think in her mind and to, to a certain degree objectively kind of upgraded uh and we got like a leather like a nice leather couch it was a big really fall. It was a big deal. It was really comfortable. It felt like the most luxurious thing that we had as a family for a while. It was like, I don't know. There was something about it that I sort of, I don't know.
1: I find leather to rarely be comfort. I feel like leather like holds and it's tight. And yeah. It's
0: did you, did you get the dip? I feel like you want to get that dip. There was like... a dip. This was not like your, this was not your, your grandfather's leather. Okay. This was like, there's something about it. It wasn't like the squeaky squeaky, like hard, hmm. like hard leather with like buttons. It, right. was like, it was much more, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like. Was it leather? It was no, it was leather, but it was just like soft leather, soft and 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 like really sort of like if you lied on it, you would really sink into it. It was like a leather couch that that ate that ate like a fabric couch. Do you know what I mean? Got it. Uh, it was it was like it was the best of both worlds. But anyway, that was a big deal for us when we ditched the fabric. Bring in the leather. That was a big moment for my family.
1: Was that a was that a three um, cushioned couch?
0: That's a big distinction. Yes. Yes, a two was. cushion versus three
1: cushion. Huge,
0: huge distinction. I mean, that is one of that is one of the main distinctions. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. This was, and was this a th- this was a three? Yeah, this is a big boat, big old boat. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's really
1: hard to nap. We've talked about naps a couple times during oh, these yeah. quarantine episodes, but I find it very hard to nap um, in the two seated couch squish Too small. do you know what i mean
0: small small. you gotta yeah. yeah all of a sudden you're fetal uh, all of a sudden you're it, it feels it feels like you're sleeping in an airplane seat right I'm, I'm totally with you there absolutely when you got your house adam you were a homeowner yeah, in Altadena, California. Yes. When
1: you got your house, I yeah. imagine that the house was completely empty when you got it.
0: It was empty. Yeah, it was empty.
1: Did you put a couch in first and then build around it? I feel like most people kind of put, figure out where the couch will go, and then reverse engineer how the yeah. living room
3: will go.
0: Yeah. I mean, our living room, our the rooms in our house are fairly small, so like there's only almost like it's not like there was sort of an in, infinite possibilities for furniture sort of feng shui arrangement but yeah we had like a little love seat at first that we sort of like put in there almost as a placeholder and then more recently maybe i don't know a few months ago or maybe a year ago or something who knows what time is well we did like the proper couch shop and like went down to the west elms of the world and like got like a really nice sort of like green fabric couch that we have there now
1: um Couch couch shopping can be um a
0: nightmare it's an, I find shopping in general to be a nightmare, but I get cranky about those kind of things. But yeah, capture yeah. shopping is tough because seeing it in a store, you're, it's totally decontextualized from your own house. It's hard to imagine how it's going to look like outside of the perfectly lit West Elm with the other accompanying side tables around it to make it look good. Like they have their serving suggestions. You know what I mean? And you're like, out of context of your West Elm's sweet ass serving suggestion, I don't know how this is going to play in my own like ratty living room so i'm
1: with you and it's like the west elm one looks very similar to this other one but this other one's like a thousand (laughs) dollars but the west elm one's like fifty five (laughs) hundred exactly why because it has like little wood feet is it the mid modern century little wood feet
0: is that what we're spending the extra 45k on but i think it's up most of the time it is it's like a little flare and you're like oh that makes it eight times the price why yeah. I
1: wonder if that, that was a national sensation because that was one of the first things. We moved to California about eight, nine years ago. And one of the yeah. first things I realized was like interior design is very different in California than it is in New York.
0: Yeah, it, yeah. But like especially the wood, the wood
1: is light. There's a lot of space between furniture. The rooms breathe a lot differently. Um, whereas in New York, it felt like everything was just like, kind of like even how we ate. Everything was just like bigger, puffier, filled the room, like was ready for winter. Oh, you know? Yeah.
0: I feel like in New York City, it's just like, whatever you can get your hands on, that's your furniture. It's like, it's not about choosing. It's like, right. like what fits? What's available? What's cheap? Great.
1: Right. There was a sign that said, no bed bugs on the corner. That's so I took it. Exactly.
0: When you right. Australia, the rooms, that, you're right. The rooms are bigger, much more space. Everything's much more, interior design is way more, I don't know, like, yeah, much more considered. With more space comes more responsibility is the famous. Exactly. The exactly Bible. right. That's exactly where
1: I was going with this <laughs> Exactly. But I had never heard of mid mod mid-century? Mid yeah. modern. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: Mid-century
1: modern. Yeah. I had never heard about that. But then once we moved out here, it was like, oh no, you can only get mid-century modern. I know. Like um, you have no choice. <clears throat> Say it again. You have what? It was. I it felt like we had no choice. I know. Like not even just from the stores. I just mean like internally, our our groups of friends were like, "Well, we got a mid-century modern table, so we're going to get a mid-century modern." I was like, "What's up with the What's mid-century? mid-century modern? Modern. There's so many centuries." I know. It,
0: it's so much so, and it's to me, I don't know what the California tie is. I mean, there someone, who could, some sort of intrepid listener, could probably tell us. But we have a, a book for our uh, child that is like a Los Angeles a book about Los Angeles, and it's like all oh, this mm. Los Angeles, is surfing, and the taco trucks, and the cool, and the whatever the LA. River. and then one of the things is like mod designers like mid-century modern art, like furniture designers specific wait wait they're talking about like
1: rivers and beaches and then they go into specific modern designers
0: no well not not specific it's just like what's la about la's about like movie premieres and like mm-hmm. and like you know beautiful gardens and and cool houses and beaches when and when
1: did Los Angeles pop off, Adam? Like, when did Los Angeles start becoming Los Angeles? Like, what, what decade?
0: That's a really great question, Billy. And I just wanted to do a quick plug for an amazing podcast that I've been listening to. Amazing. That's called The California Century. That's, like, this narrated by Stanley Tucci. And it's all about, essentially, like, California in the 20th century. And it's amazing. But I think that L.A., I mean, I think it came in sort of waves. Where it was, like, Mulholland, like, uh, getting water water to the city Mm. 1910s and 20s was like a huge thing that like people like flocked to LA and it was like coincided with the uh with the just a huge population boom in the city and then I think in the 40s with like show business Hollywood Hollywood world and like the, the boom of show business I think was another like the LA that we know it to be now. And I think that right. led into that mid-century, mid-20th century modern. That's mentality. right. That yeah. seems to be right. Because I
1: wonder, were people like furnishing their homes with that type of furniture then, like in the 40s and 50s? Is that why it's mid-century? And yes. It was modern at the time? Yes, that is exactly right.
0: Yes, And I also think that like Mad Men brought it back. Like not exclusively Mm. but like Mad Men was such a hit and it was like the design of it was so cool. It was like 50. That is interesting. And I feel like Mad Men like sort of contributed to the spike of the trendiness of mid-century modern or maybe it was the other way around. Maybe it was like mid-century modern was such a thing that uh, whatever. But uh, but, yeah I think. That's that's the thing.
1: How some television shows like style the apartments or homes of the
0: people and then that becomes a trend. Big time, big time, big time. Like, you're seeing Pee-Wee Herman. uh, (laughs) You're seeing (laughs) 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 Pee-Wee. Please, finish the joke. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) You're seeing seeing Globy.
1: You're seeing Harry. You're seeing... You're seeing the genie. Yeah, they're all, Everywhere. everyone's talking to one another. There's a secret word in all of our houses. It's kind of like when the Jetsons came out and we were all brushing our teeth by standing on a conveyor belt and then all these robotic arms washing our hair, getting us ready for our office job. Television, the same exact.
0: television influences culture. It's true.
1: It's, it's just how it goes. We all got those conveyor belts after George Jetson brushed his teeth with all his hands.
0: It's true. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what is your? What was your sort of like childhood couch uh, because, yeah, what was your sort of like first sort of like go to couch experience?
1: I don't really remember the couches I grew up on, but I do remember when my parents upgraded the couch game. And nice. suddenly we got like these huge, comfortable couches. And I think they came from North Carolina. And I don't know why that detail <laughs> stuck. But like for like three days, me and my sister were here, like the couches are on the truck from North Carolina. We <laughs> were like, I'm so oh, excited. Exotic- they might be in like Northern Virginia right now on I ninety five. They could be like <laughs> passing over. They could be passing over like the Throgs Neck Bridge right now. That is so funny. That's so when funny. we got them. They were like already assembled, and they like were put in our house. And I was just like, "Whoa!" Whoa. These things
0: started in North, North Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> that is hilarious, Bill. Now, if is it the couch that I am thinking? of? Because you are the like the TV room in your parents' house. I, if I am yeah. not mistaken, has like a very luxurious, very relaxy
1: yes couch. it has like two or three just oh, like yeah. air, air hub two-seater oh. where it's like you can either put two people in it comfortably or one person can go just like all in you could spill so much coffee on yourself yeah yes like, there's plenty of room to spill coffee from all angles on yourself. Yes, exactly. Like
0: I mean, part of the thing about the whole mid-century modern thing is that, like, to me, my, my sort of association with that kind of a furniture is that it's not even really meant to be comfortable. It's like that mm. is more style over comfort. It's like it mm-hmm. looks cool, but if you sit on the couch, you're kind of still going to have to have your back up straight and, like, you're still sort of sitting erectly in a way like it's almost just like exactly. sitting in a chair. Yeah, respect.
1: It's for like a coffee table book more than it is for a nap.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Right. No one's napping on mid-century modern.
1: Right. Yeah. So we can pick up on my most recent couch buying experience in the third act because I had to cross that bridge too, where I was like, "This just isn't." Napping. I was going on. Yeah. I was going on tour, and I was like, "When do I get comfortable? Right, exactly. When is this comfortable to me?" So we could do that in the third act. Right. I can talk about what I got because there's another type of couch. That I think bears a little bit of attention. Okay. Um, so we'll talk about that in the third act. Great. And we'll play our remaining two voicemails as well.
3: Great.
1: Uh, but first, a song.
0: Yeah. A, a, song. a song. Mid-century. Okay. Mid- a modern. <laughs> modern song. Modern. Mid-century. Nin- modern. A modern, <laughs> a modern man. A modern man. Modern man. Yeah. Modern. 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 <laughs> mod-, mod rock was mod, mod rock. Mod Rock? Mod, mod Rock. Uh, was that a thing? The Mod Squad. There was the Mod Squad. There was a Mod Squad. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. Actually, honestly, a fairly awesome name. I think it was a TV show. I don't know if they were spies, but Mod Squad rules.
1: <laughs> okay. What about Thoroughly Modern Millie? Oh,
0: yeah. Big Broadway musical. Yeah, of course. <laughs> thoroughly I Modern. Couldn't...
1: Couldn't tell you what made her so modern. She probably moved to the big city. I bet she wore she pants. Not.
0: Yeah, she, yeah.
1: She probably put on a pair of I pants. Bet she Got go to work. Wore pants. Yeah. Yeah. Became a union worker. <laughs> worked in concrete. <laughs> she worked so, put on a pair of Timberlands and Carharts, and went to work. She was thoroughly modern, Millie. <laughs> went to work. <laughs> hilarious. Uh,
0: amazing modern mom. Mm. Mod. Were we talking about anything else besides mid-modern century? Mid-century modern. We talked about. Uh, we talked about leather. We talked about the upgrade to leather. Um, mm, leather. Talked about madman for sure. Uh, mm. uh-huh. Talked about Steve Corvetti in Jamaica. Uh, mad madman. Mad man. Mad man. Yeah. Mad man. Mad. Mad villain. One of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you have a favorite Mad villain song? I don't really know the names of the songs, you know? It's just like that al- mm-hmm. the vibe of that album. I, c- I couldn't mm-hmm. really... I don't even think I could name a song, to be honest with you. Okay. I, okay. That, that music. Um, struggling out here. Struggling in these streets. I'm struggling uh, out in these streets. Jesus. Yeah. Mad. Mad Max. Um,
1: Mad Max. I mean, I could, if it just helps, play one of me and Corvetti's favorite reggae songs from when we were kids. Just keep it full reggae? I mean, we could just go new school coffee and old school Capleton. Hell yeah, let's hear it. So Capleton, uh, this song was an anthem when I was DJing back in Long Island back in the day. This would come on about like an hour and a half into the party where everyone had like two drinks and now is ready to turn up. Great. So this song is a monster. So let's play. The song is called Tor. Adam, you know it. You might not know it by name, but as soon as you hear the first couple beats, you'll be like, I know this. Okay, great. So you want to rock with uh, one of me and Corvetti's favorite reggae songs coming up, which is uh, Capleton? Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I should up your and and straight your crooked ways. This is the man walking I and, and oh. go sure. to to Come back to me, it's Come back to me, dirt man, Skull, boy. a come up on DJ, me, me, what more? So come a man of my chance, You're a 2 man, I'll be But me know the way the mood must be sure. And the DJ, the nine we fighting, let unite Oh, if it's no I'm going come back and judge and those things wrong. Y'all know the woman the man. Well I them say that the same pollution, I don't come to the side. But I take the money, gonna go over I and stop. Tell the people on the floor. Answer to job when you man up on the door Make sure your hands clean and make sure you're at your Till I say you, you say fancy clothes Things you used to do, you to know, do them no more Place you used to go, you to know, do them no more Food you used to eat, you to know, eat them no more Things you used to say, you know to them no more Eat them, they like them, and broke out like soldiers are gonna find and this and disease.
0: That was the artist Capleton with their song Tour, Uh, and obviously we are talking couches. That's right,
1: Adam. (laughs) In that song, um, there's two very specific points in that song where somebody who is not Capleton, I don't know who it is, says hold up and then the crowd the crowd question mark (laughs) says wait a minute and then it's back into the song (laughs) that always blew me away where i was like that just was like
0: somebody else's concert that he just like dropped into his song because it was such a fun moment (laughs) (laughs) or he recorded the entire song except for those four seconds and then arranged a huge live concert around around capturing <laughs> that moment capleton is
1: many things but a wise uh studio engineer he is not that <laughs> was is very rocking. expensive <laughs> very expensive choice to get those four yeah. seconds of audio in yeah that music totally rocks though i know that we discussed this before but that music fully yeah. rules yeah that was on harvard selling team as you know and as most people do uh was a sketch comedy team and we yep. performed sketches live in new york city and yep. it was my specific job to make transitional songs between sketches the lights would go down we would reset the stage and we'd play a transitional song for like 20 or 30 seconds that song was probably in the 12 or 13 years we were doing shows um top five percentile of most
0: Heavy in the rotation rotation.
1: i think if you're in the crowd i'm often trying to think of like what the people at a sketch comedy show want in those 20 seconds and you want instant energy and that song is just a punch
0: it's so true. I love it. It's just like it. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, did you? You probably really relish that. I mean, like, yeah, you did that for basically the entirety of our of our all of our shows for years and years and
1: years. <laughs> yeah, it was basically like making a mixtape once a week for yeah. uh, the shows that we would do, and I loved it. It totally filled my DJ urge. Exactly. Exactly. You know what it I mean, totally my
0: DJ itch, and it's yeah. true, it really like I don't know. It's like one of the secret it's one of the secret sauces to like live comedy shows is sketch comedy. I should say it's like the music in between the sketches does more than you think it does. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I was really keen at realizing, um, how the little details you really commit to will pay off. Like the music we had was like always like a nice little, just like burst, uh, for the shows. Like you kind of knew you were going to get yeah. music when you weren't doing sketches, but like we also, just like wore the same outfits. We all wore Argyle sweaters and all those just like little branding things like made the sketches just feel like sketches are great but it's the whole experience that makes you
0: feel taken care of. When I, t- when I taught uh, I briefly taught a sketch comedy class <laughs> here in Los Angeles and one of mm-hmm. the main things that I it's like what are the only things I feel like I know about a sketch comedy show? I was like make the transitions as fast as possible. Like right. nothing kills the energy of a sketch comedy show or a show of one acts or whatever. It's just like if you're just like wait, even if it's like a beat too long or right. if the audience is, like, is able to sit there for just a little bit too long it can really just sort of like mute or like dampen the energy of the thing so i feel like in the music and quick scene changes is like that's i don't know it's like when we
1: when we performed at just for laughs in montreal harvard sailing team did i remember we just had a a rehearsal dedicated to scene changes how we are going to change the stage in the dark and also how we we how we enter the stage and how we exit the stage like we didn't even rehearse the sketches we were going to do one day we're just like let's do everything else so that we know exactly you know yeah, and it's it's a good model. Yeah, Cableton, Cableton should really consider hiring Harvard's Alien team <laughs> to uh, to synthesize to synthesize the experience. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I mentioned that I play. I like to make uh, music for the Harvard Science Team transitional songs that would get yeah. people hyped. Yeah. One thing that w- is the opposite of that when you yeah. want to turn down is my current couch. And my current it. couch is not like all the other couches, though. It is like a lot of couches. It is a chaise. <laughs> A freaking oh, Chaise Lounge. Chais lounge. Chaise Lounge. C H A I S E. Is it French? Chaise. Gotta be French. It's got French. It's and, a Chaise Lounge, yeah. and you
0: lounge in that Chaise. And it's a couch, and but then, but then, on the end of the couch is essentially a recline, a recline, a fainting couch. It's like an old yeah. time fainting <laughs> couch.
1: <laughs> it is. It's really, but it's du- it's directly in front of the television. It oh, is it's just. Glu- it is. It is comfort gluttony. It, it is funny. just kick your feet up and have a
0: relaxing time on the freaking chaise Lounge. There's no going back. No, there's no going back to non-Shays. So nine times out of ten when I'm at your house, I'm beelining for the Shays. It
1: yeah. You and I used to talk about delis that didn't sell bacon, egg, and cheeses in New York City. And, totally. and you and I would both say, why deny yourself eggs? Why even You're a deli. Why a, deny insane. yourself eggs? Insane. Yes. Um, now I'm at the point where if right. I see a couch that's not Shays, I say, why deny yourself Shays? <laughs>
0: Oh, bacon, cheese, and cheese. That's right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> <Well,
3: laughs> yeah, Amir well. got
1: Amir got a couch just like one or two days ago. In the in a in a time where we're all quarantined, and you're not supposed yes. to have anyone come over. Amir got a big couch delivered, <laughs> um, and and he then assembled himself. He then assembled his self, He ah. showed me the photo and it was like three huge boxes on his front lawn ah. just waiting for him. And ah. he was like, okay, it's mine now. Um, but he didn't go chaise. And when I asked him why he didn't go chaise, he didn't want to throw off the flow from the room into the kitchen. Yeah. And if you if you guys listening are curious whether or not you should go chaise or not because it might disrupt your flow, disrupt the flow. The chaise will pay off in other ways.
0: The, the chaise inv- has its own. Now you have a new flow. You have a chaise flow. Yeah, <laughs> the chaise determines the flow to some degree. Exactly, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, so that so that's um, a campaign for chaise. Go so on. do you see yourself really? I mean, like we're relatively young and vibrant men. Do you see mm. yourself never going back from chaise for the rest of your mortal life? Are you like um, chaise? I know it's all there space will always dependent.
1: be there will always be a chaise in my home. Let's put it that way. <laughs> If I'm buying a couch for my home and I already have a chaise, I'm not going to feel like I need to double down on the chaise, but there will right. always be at least one chaise in well, Billy Scafieri's household moving forward. You
0: one chaise guarantee. If you go yes. to Billy's house, that is a one chaise guarantee.
1: Yes. yes. If you and a friend both want to put your feet up, I can't guarantee that. But if just you want to put your feet up in my house, I got a chaise for that.
3: Amazing.
1: Yeah. Um, not only do I have a chaise, Adam, I have two more voicemails for us to play. I'm chomping at the bit. I can't wait. Chomping at the bit. Um, we have yeah. two more voicemails to play from. This one comes from, I believe she is the No Joke Librarian. Let me double check. Yes, she certainly is. This is Great. Hannah, a good friend of ours. Great. She says, what's up, Nash? Just an update so that we can keep our records accurate and up to date. Thanks. <laughs> Hannah, the No Joke Hall of Fame Librarian.
0: Totally fastidious, right to the point, economical, straightforward. Classic librarian. Respect. Let's hear from
1: Hannah and see what she's got to say.
0: Great.
4: Hello, it's Hannah here, the No Joke Librarian. I just want to shout out Rena for the important reminder about um, inductees getting their personal stats and information into into the hall.
3: Hmm.
4: Um, so I would like to reveal that I am five foot.
1: Eleven. Hold on. <laughs> we're just, so we're just sharing our heights willy nilly now.
0: That's <laughs> all it is.
1: We didn't ask is. for everyone's height. We, we asked. We asked and begged for a lot of things, Adam. But we never asked. We asked for maybe one or two people's height. But now
0: everyone's saying, "You know what? I've got a height. I'll share it." I, th- I almost feel like, and maybe I'm mistaken. I'm sure I can be corrected, but I almost feel like the only persons whose height we requested was Eli, the expert, and I can't
1: even remember why. Well, we also asked um, Tay, the band leader, Taylor, the band leader. Uh, tie the band leader, excuse me, Um, because we wanted to know if if they were all going to be over six feet tall, they would be a big band. Well, we got to know what band it is. Yeah, that was So practical. that was definitely yeah. a height we asked. I don't even know. Yeah, did we ask Eli? It seems like maybe one episode he just said 5'11", or
0: whatever he said. Yeah, I think, we, I, think if, uh, I think Eli might be 6'3". So anyway, we got some nice tall trees in our Hall of Fame. Holy crap, is Eli 6'3"? I am just dropping the ball. All right, well. Maybe I'll make it up, but I think so. Anyway, 5'11", okay. great to know. Yeah. Anna, five eleven. We could
1: use that height in the hall. Let's hear what else she has to say.
4: And that means that I can reach all the the highest shelves in the library, but not just the library. I'm also uh, available to help um, my fellow Hall of Famers reach the top shelves in the in the bodega, mm. or oh, yeah. other places as necessary.
1: And she's out.
0: What a generous use of height. Huge benefit. I mean, if you're tall, if you, if you, if you tall it, flaunt it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're tall, mm. it, it's to help those of us who are less fortunate. So, Hannah, yes. we appreciate that. That is huge.
1: And thank you, Hannah, for bringing up the No Joke Marketplace. I'd like to make a rebrand, Adam. Okay. Not rebranding the uh, uh, No Joke podcast. We've oh. already done that once. Um, I would like to rebrand the No Joke Marketplace, potentially the No Joke Dega. Oh. I'd like to call it the No
0: Dega okay now bill thank mm. you for that i appreciate mm-hmm. it and, I, and considering this is like this is like it's still under construction this is almost like a pre-brand
1: yes it's <laughs> a pre-brand <laughs> I feel like now you yeah. and i are talking it, has, yeah, this, it doesn't exist yet
0: but we're already right. giving it a rebrand It's <laughs> a pre-brand it's um, a pre-brand the Nodega. Yeah. The Nodega. What, what's, what do, and we don't even really have an idea. I mean, we sort of gently discuss what might be sold at this Nodega, but that is mm-hmm. up for robust. Nodega.
1: Yeah, I think that we should maybe put that out yeah. to the Nash and ask the Nash, uh, what kind of items would you like sold in the um, No Joke Nodega? What kind of yeah. items would you like sold? That uh, What kind of items do you think that you might need um, to make your stay at the Hall of Fame enjoyable? Absolutely. Um, and we're going to need to staff it. We're going to need to staff it up. I know that um, our librarian has offered to get the high shelves, but we're going to need someone to reach the low shelves and the mid shelves. And the medium, and
0: and the medium exactly.
1: shelves. Exactly. Exactly. We can't overlook the medium shelves. We're going to need a cash register attendant. We're going to need, you know, we're just going to need all hands on deck. So if you have oh, a few yeah. extra minutes and you'd like to join the No Joke, No Degas staff, email us at nojokepod at gmail.com
0: and we'll put you in touch with the librarian and she'll get you started. (laughs) She'll get you started. And as Billy and I, and if if you've listened to the podcast, uh, you know that there is almost no more esteemed position in Billy and my minds than uh, Bodega, or in this case, No Dega operator. I And that is, you're as good as mayor.
1: You're mayor. If you haven't haven't heard it already, please listen to our song, Deli Man by Snakes. That's all you need to know. That's all you need (laughs) to know about our love of those who work in deli bodegas. And now- No, Degas. Correct. Yes. Uh, and we have one more voicemail before we get out of here. Should I okay. play it? I, you, mu- you must, Bill. You must. It goes. It uh. comes from a man. His name seems familiar, but I'm not quite sure. Okay. His first name is Frank, and his last name is Scafuri. Oh, baby. The big dog's big dog, my pops, Frank Scafuri, checking in oh, by my with God. an email that says consideration to be inducted to the no joke. Hall of Fame.
0: Well, Frank, I'm going to stop you there. And what I'm going to say that <laughs> <laughs> this is already my favorite moment of the podcast. Yeah, okay, to stop you there, Frank. Appreciate the email. Looking forward to the voicemail, but I got to tell you, congratulations. You're, in. <laughs> your bag. you're, going, you're going to Reno. All you to do ask. <laughs> my dad is going to Reno.
1: <laughs> I'm, I don't believe Ruth wanted to go to Reno. She might be in Reno too now. Everyone is in freaking <laughs> Reno. All of our parents
3: are in Reno.
1: Let's hear what my pops, Frank scafieri has to say. Here, Billy and Adam. Billy, uh your mom, uh who is known to no joke listeners as Marianne, and I listen yep. to your podcast each Friday while having dinner. Oh, thanks, Frank. I would like to be considered as No Jokes' official crooner catalogist. What is a oh. crooner? A crooner catalogist. A crooner catalogist, usually a singer, is one who stores every song title on his mind that he's heard or sung throughout his professional career. So I think that what my dad is um, is positing because he's done yeah. this before, Adam. We've definitely yeah. one thing that you and I do, before act breaks, you and I try and come up with on the fly the appropriate yeah. song to play. Yes. And more often than not, I will talk to my dad the day after a podcast drops and he will say, "How could you not have thought of this <laughs> song?" This song, and I yeah. almost never know the songs that he's referring to. But when I listen to them, I'm like, well, that actually would have been the appropriate song. He's right.
3: <laughs> yeah. So
1: I think that's what he is suggesting to be his, uh, I think that's what he's suggesting uh, his job will be in the Hall of Fame. He will come up with songs when needed. I'll keep Perfect. reading. I feel I am well-qualified to fit the needs of this position. My brain has stored thousands of song titles and lyrics. So when you and Adam are stuck, follow these simple instructions, please. Call me before your first act music break. There you go. Pre-call. Got Uh, it. Okay, so we'll stop the podcast entirely. I'll say, Adam, I'll call you back. I have to talk to my dad to see what song we should play in the act break. Yeah, that seems logical. (laughs) Then, please listen carefully because my menu options may have changed. All right, so now my dad is the robot. And then press the prompt... Daddy Data. All right, my dad is officially off the rails. This crooner catalogist is officially off the rails. But we're going to keep reading all the same. A perfect example as to why this position needs to be filled is because on last week's show, Neighbors, you and Adam were stumped for a song title as you approached your first act break. I immediately said yeah. to mom, my mom, his wife, how could they not know, love thy neighbor? So love I have enclosed... Neighbor. Do you know that song, Adam?
3: Not
4: at all.
1: So my father continues, so I have enclosed my version of of Love Thy Neighbor to sweeten the deal and acquire this honor to be inducted. All right, Adams, my dad is going to, it sounds like, sing us a song called Love Thy Neighbor in hopes that we will hit the red button and allow him to join us in Reno in the Nojo Call of Fame as our crooner catalogist. Should we do red it? But, red button been hit, but yeah, we definitely should. <laughs> <laughs> my, my man's been hit that red button. Frank's been in Reno, but all the same, this is Frank Scafieri singing Love Thy Neighbor.
4: Hi, Bill. This is Dad, and I really enjoy your podcast. And here's the song I told you about, Love Thy Neighbor.
1: I mean, you could just hear what a joyful, good man he is in the voice. I just want to point Correct. that out real quick. Just a just a positive force. Truly. All right. Frank, Frank Scafieri, Love Thy Neighbor.
4: Never treat others with scorn. We're only here because we're born. Although you're way up. You may not stay up, so stop tootin' your horn. Why boast of the wealth you possess High on the hill of success On friendship you never should frown You'll need the same friends on the weary way down
1: Halfway through, my man is killing it. Killing it? Are you kidding? This is what yep. he does. Yes, we are loving it. We're going to keep rocking.
4: So love thy neighbor. Walk up and say, how be ya? Gee, but I'm glad to see you, pal. How's tricks? What's new? Love thy neighbor. (laughs) Offer to share his burden. Tell him to say the word and
3: you will see him through especially
4: if there should be
1: my dad's coming with a bridge he's given us every verse and here is the bridge
4: <laughs> a beautiful girl next door say to that girl next door hey don't become bold but my mother told me to love thy
3: neighbor mm. and you will find your labor
2: a great deal easier,
4: life will be breezier, if you love thy neighbor. If you love thy neighbor. Ooh. Finish wrong, finish. Finish strong,
0: Frankie. I mean, not only is he a, cro- he's a crooner catalogist, of course, but he's also just crooner full stop. Oh, that's a man. Yeah. yeah, he croons. My man croons. And it occurs to me, Billy, that like I've almost never put this together, but it's like you are – I mean like it's true. It's like his sort of catalog, his daddy data crooning knowledge of all these songs. It's like you've sort of inherited that from him. It's like you have I,
1: a sort yeah. of brain function. You are 100% right. I am learning that too now in this moment. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, Yeah, hearing my dad sing, it's like, wow, that man is full of talent. And then I think about what happened to me today, and all I've done is spill coffee on my genitals. So I think Frank is in the lead uh, when it comes to who's having a better day. Like father, like son, question mark? No, I hope not. I really hope this is just a like son type of situation. (laughs) Um, Thanks for checking in. You are are loved beyond words. Um, Thank you, Frank. We love you, man. We'll see you in Nevada. We'll see you in Nevada. We love you beyond words. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, Adam, that was another great episode. we oh, like to thank the Denver Nugget, the librarian, who yes. will now work the high shelves in the Nodega. Thank and you for that, him. Yep. Um, Adam, we talked about couches briefly. Yeah, hey, more than briefly, yeah. Yeah, I think, we, I think we gave couches their fair shake. Yeah, bacon, egg, and shades. I'll egg open egg and chaise. That's the win right there. That's the <laughs> takeaway, folks. Yeah, takeaway. Um, if anybody else would like to sing the song Love Thy Neighbor, please email your rendition <coughs> of Love, yeah. Love Thy Neighbor to nojokepod at gmail.com. You're we tall. will keep our eyes on the email to see who comes through with that. But You're until tall. then, Adam, I am Billy Scafuri. And I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much.
0: That was a headgum
3: podcast.